we are back for another podcast episode. It's been a fucking minute. It is what it is. No explanation needed. Life, all the things. So let's talk about it. This podcast is, I think, going to be fucking awesome. And I've had people ask me this question, but I think... I know, I should say, that a lot of people want to ask me this question, but they don't know how to do it in a in a way that will sound respectful or, mm, I don't know. I, I just know a lot of people want to ask this question and they don't know how to ask. So I'm going to just talk about it because some people have asked me and I'm going to talk about it. Are you ready? Okay. So what, here, here is the question. What do you do when your partner doesn't share the same beliefs Specifically, we're talking about spiritual beliefs as you. How do you go about that? Okay, so what happens when your partner and you do not share the set, the same set of spiritual beliefs and practices? Let's talk about it because this is something that I see more often than not. And here's what I want to tell you. A lot of people will say, well, you can't be in a relationship with someone that doesn't have the same belief systems. No, you can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't respect the beliefs that you have. Hear me out. You do not have to share the same spiritual beliefs and practices as your partner. I don't think so. Now, I think that there has to be a foundation of morals and values that you share. Yes, but... I don't necessarily think that you and your partner have to share the same set of beliefs and practices in order to have a healthy and loving relationship when it comes to your spirituality. Specifically, if you're someone that has been growing in the spiritual realm for the past, you know, however long, maybe you you and your partner have been together for a while or your beliefs have shifted as you've been together, or maybe you had a really strong set of beliefs when you got together and... It is what it is. They knew you. They knew who you were. And as long as they're not trying to change you and they respect what you do, there's that. So let's talk about it because I I think that there is some misconceptions here when it comes to having partners that have two different sets of religion or spiritual beliefs or practices. So my partner and I do not have the same set of beliefs and practices, but we do hold a set of core strong values, uh, which these values are a family set of values. We also believe in meditation. We also believe in mindfulness. We also believe in nature and living through by the land. So this is a lot of my spiritual practices. Does he always want to be included in my ceremonies or rituals? No, actually, not at all. He does not want to be included. And it's not like he's like adamant about not being included, but I always ask, hey, do you want to do this thing with me? And he's like, no, I'm good. That's that. That's the conversation. It's not like, oh my God, I don't want to do it. I can't believe you're doing these things. If that was the case, then that's not healthy. So it's about creating, um, I think, a sense of safety in your own spiritual practices by yourself, asking if your partner wants to be included. And if they don't, then they don't. And if that for you is a breaking point, then that's your breaking point. That's your boundary. And you, if you want to be able to practice and do all the things with your partner, then you have a breaking point there and that's your boundary. And so that'll be your decision. But for me, it doesn't matter. I don't care if my partner doesn't hold the same set of spiritual beliefs, practices and rituals, ceremonies as I do. Uh, as long if, if he has his own set that he's doing, that's amazing. And I don't care. I could care less if he wants to 
whatever, you know, as long as it's not harming me or him or, you know, anybody else, like you do you, you do you, boo. Uh, So I think that we just really have to talk about this because it's something that a lot of, I think, spiritual practitioners don't talk about. Okay. So what are some core things that you can do to help if you and your partner don't uh, hold the same set of spiritual beliefs or religious beliefs? So the one thing is that they've got to be compatible, meaning if your partner believes that what you are doing is evil or wrong or bad, that's probably not going to work. If your partner is kind of whatever uh, about what it is that you do, supports you, as long as you're feeling you know supported and safe, um, then that's great. So here are some things that I recommend or suggest um, that you do. So first off, if you're just starting a relationship with someone, do not hide your spiritual practices and beliefs from them. I I really recommend that. Now, I don't believe that you should be like full on sharing every single ritual, every single ceremony, just like here is all my shit. No, I don't think so. Because I think some things are private and whatever. But I think that you should be very open about what it is that you practice. I'm very open that I'm a practicing witch. I am a witch. I am a witch. I do witchy things. I'm a practicing witch. Now, I also studied religion in college. I also have a strong, extensive background from when I was a child of going to Catholic church. Um, Or not Catholic, sorry, Christian. I think we went to Presbyterian uh, and Episcopalian and a few other things. You know, we just hopped around. Uh, So we also practiced Buddhism a little bit. You know, my, my mom just... She just dabbled in a little bit of everything. That's fine. Do you? Uh, But most, we were in a Christian kind of whatever based uh, reading the Bible. And so I think that, you know, that gave me a very good perspective on somebody that was coming in and and whatever they practiced, I was kind of open. But also studying religion in college, I was able to really kind of hold space for all sorts of belief systems. And I chose being a witch. Either way, like either way, I chose being a witch. So it's not like I chose being a witch because I didn't have any other choices. I chose being a witch because that's what felt good to me. And I did not hide that aspect of myself from any person that I dated. And so when I met my husband, I was I was like, you want to do an energy? I'll do some energy. I'll do some Reiki with you, energy medicine. I'll pull some tarot cards, oracle cards. We'll do full moon ceremonies, whatever. If you want to be included, I'll include you. Like, come on, this is what I'm doing. So he he will do some of those things uh, with me. So it's not like he is like, no, I'm not doing anything. But it's not his it's not his beliefs. It's not his practice. So, but I also, if he was like, hey, do you want to read the Bible with me? Sure, let's do it. Let's read some Bibles. Let's read the Bible. Um, and so there's a mutual respect that that's there. But I think the first thing is you gotta tell the truth. If the person that you're dating, let's say you're me, you're practicing rich, rich, I can be rich. Yes, I'm a rich witch. Um, I think that if you are practicing witch, let's say, like me in my situation. Now, my husband doesn't have any sort of strong, he doesn't go to church or anything every Sunday. But let's say you started dating someone and you find out that they go to church every Sunday or they read the Bible and it might be conflicting. Be honest. Hey, I don't care what you practice unless you do care what they practice. But you can say, I don't care what you practice. um, But here's what I practice. Is this this conflicting with your belief systems or your 
values or morals. If it is, then this probably isn't going to work out. Period. End of story. Full stop. There. First and foremost, be honest about your practices. Be honest. Don't try to skirt around them. Don't try to mold into whatever your partner is doing. Just be honest with what your practices are. The other thing is to have conversation. Do you want to be included in my practices? So ask them, do you want to be included in the practices that I'm doing? Or would you like for me to do these practices without you? Are there practices that you do want to be included in? Is this something that you would like to do together? There, this is another faucet of this conversation, but it isn't necessarily a part of, you know, differing beliefs, differing spiritual practices. Your partner does not have to be your everything. Your partner doesn't have to be your ever, your partner doesn't have to be your best. I just don't think your partner has to be your everything. And I think if we're looking for one person to be everything for us, I think that's a bit problematic. That's just a side note, but I that's what I think. So beyond that, uh, so we have to, you know, what do you want to be included in? And then take note of that. And then when you're doing that practice, say, hey, I'm going to sit down for a meditation. Would you like to do it? Hey, I'm going to sit down and do this. Would you like to do this with me? And allow them to experience what it is that you're doing. The other caveat, though, is that you have to be open to what it is that they're doing. It can't be a one-way street here. So if they decide that they want to include you in some of the practices, you've got to be honest. Do I want to be included in those? And is it fair for me to say no to every single thing that they're doing? These are this is what you've got to get clear on. This is what this isn't like, this is the way that you do it. No, I'm just saying get clear on these boundaries with yourself and your partner, specifically when you hold different spiritual beliefs or practices. So the other thing is that you've got to understand that where they come from their family, this is going to hold a lot of weight for them. So if they come from a very heavy, a family that is, you know, something very different than you, maybe they're going to church all the time, maybe they're just have different practices and their family upholds those values and belief systems, will they be respectful to you and your belief systems? So that's something that you're going to have to experiment in. You're going to have to ask, you're going to have to be open in I have never been someone who's lied about my practices, but I have been someone that doesn't necessarily openly share everything that I do. If you've ever met me, you probably have said to yourself, I don't know if I actually know Sarah. I hear this all the time from people that I know, not like my really good friends, but from people that just you know know me in passing, they'll say to me months after meeting, I, I don't actually know you. Like, I don't actually know a lot about you. And that's on purpose. That's on purpose. Uh, I don't, I don't, I am not someone that is going to share openly every single thing that I do with someone that I just meet. Um, just not my vibe. I'm just not my vibe. Uh, so with that being said, though, when I do start a relationship with someone, I am open about who I am. I am a witch. Okay. Now, that's not the only thing that I say. I'm not like, I'm a witch, so that's all you need to know. No, that's not the only thing. But I'm just saying, I am open about who I am, but it's not necessarily the topic of conversation in every relationship that I'm starting or every relationship that I have. So with that, I do recommend that you are open with the people that you're dating and you're open to the possibility that they may not want to practice the things that you're doing. So these are just boundaries that you're going to have to set for yourself, set for your partner, 
and also know they might not be open to every experience that you have. Are you going to be okay with that? So I I think that just a lot of people that are in this realm, I think a lot of practicing witches, if you will, um, specifically women, their partners don't necessarily practice or hold the same spiritual beliefs as they do. Here's what I tell my husband. You don't have to believe what I do, but I sure as fuck am putting protection wards on our house and you better believe this shit works. Like, it works. So I'm putting these protection wards on our house and I don't care what you say. Period. End of story. If you're not okay with that, then we're not going to be together. Sorry. Uh, you know, and it's not like he has to like go through some crazy thing. Like, you know, it's not like a, a um, what's that uh, game called? Mousetrap. Do you guys remember that game? You have to like, it takes like fucking forever to set up. I bought it for my kid mistakenly. This is a little bit of a rant, but I bought mistakenly for my kid uh, the mousetrap game. I think it's called mousetrap. It takes forever to set up, like at least 45 minutes to set up. And then it literally, the, the game itself is so fucking complicated. And if you lose one piece, it's over. You can never set it up again. It's like the worst. I don't even know why I was just talking about that. Um, But, oh, the protection words. Yeah, it's not like he has to play mousetrap in order to be, to get through our house or anything like that. So there are certain aspects of my practices that I have altars all around the house. Now, would you look at them and necessarily say, oh, this is an altar? No, you would just say this is a beautifully, aesthetically pleasing bookshelf. But I know there are altars, Right. Um, I also know that if someone touches them, I'm going to know. So don't touch them. Just kidding. Uh, So I think that when we have different practices of our partner, we've got to be very honest. And so that's kind of the topic of this whole podcast um, is to be honest with them. What are your practices? And do they want to practice with you? And if they don't, are you okay with that? Are you okay with practicing on your own and doing things on your own? I am. Now, I am not okay with someone, if I'm practicing something and someone comes in and starts to tell me that they're that those things that I'm doing are wrong, that those things are wrong or bad or evil, if that's what you're telling me or that's what you're thinking, we have a huge fucking problem. Because, uh, no, you're not going to put down my practices and I'm not going to put down yours either. That's not, that is not what is happening in my relationship now, but it has happened in relationships in the past. And so now I know to be really straight up with my partner, um, or, you know, the partners that I've had, um, I'm married now, so that will be, this will be it, right? My partner, but I'm really straight up about my practices and what I do and what I'm willing to tolerate as far as someone like telling me my practices are bad. So that's my suggestion to you is that when you start dating someone, be very open about who you are and your practices. And if you find that they are resistant or they are like, oh my God, is that evil or whatever their belief is, if you find that they're not super receptive, then it's probably not going to work out. And it's not really a prediction thing. It's just a the moral and the morals, the beliefs, the values are different. And if fundamentally your values are different in your relationship, it's not going to work. So that's what I suggest. And I just wanted to talk about this topic because I think that we just don't talk about things like this enough. We don't talk about the aspects of having a relationship 
being a spiritualist. I'm, I'm, a, I'm literally a spiritual teacher. I'm a spiritual advisor. And so not only have I studied religion and studied energy medicine and studied spirituality for a long time now, we're going over a decade. It's a, it's, it's not just part of my life. It's my career path. It's my soul's purpose, calling, whatever you want to call it, right? I'm not changing anytime soon. And so if you're not okay with it, then it's not going to work out. So uh, I just wanted to have this conversation with you so that you know where to start when you're starting your relationships or maybe you're already in a relationship and how to have these conversations. You got to be straight up about your boundaries, what you are willing and not willing to tolerate. And you have to stick to them because if this is important to you, which it is because it's your values, your belief systems, your morals, just your foundation of how you live your fucking life, then you have to be realistic with yourself too. Are you going to play small? Are you going to shrink down and water yourself down because somebody doesn't like what you're doing? Or are you going to say, stand up for yourself and say, either you agree with me or we're not going to be together? Mm, that's that's for you to decide. That's not for me to decide. Uh, so anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. As always, you can go over to at the Sarah Prophet on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or blah, 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 whatever, all of the things Sarah Prophet I'm on. And you can go and let me know how did this podcast hit for you? How did how did you feel about it? Did were you able to did this help you kind of like navigate your relationship a little bit or at least be able to ask the right questions when you're dating? And by the way, side note, I have a lot of single friends right now, not a lot, but quite a few. Uh dating right now? What is going on? What is going on? This is just a side note, but what? So I was with my friend the other day and we were on um, some of our dating profile things, dating profile apps, I should say, uh, men. I don't have a lot of men that listen to this podcast because I can see the, the you know, whatever, the stats and mostly it's women my age, which this would be relevant to. But men, what is wrong with you? This is a total side note and this is not what we're talking about. But kind of, what is wrong with you? Like the things that you say on these dating apps, dude, she was playing some of the audios, like the welcome audios. I don't even know how to say it. I've literally never been on a dating app before, ever. So I don't really even know how they work. So she's just like explaining to me. And like you hit an audio and it's like a welcome audio basically. And it's like answering a question. And some of these audios, I am like, are they... On drugs, one. Two, do they think this is funny or what is going on? Men in dating apps. I, something's wrong with you. Something ain't right. Are you looking for a partner or are you looking to be made fun of? I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm just saying what is going on? And for all my single female friends that are struggling with the dating scene or like just having a hard time, I feel for you. I I don't understand. It's wild and crazy out there right now. Anyways, that was just a side note. I don't know why I went off on that. But I feel for you and I have no solution other than, whoa, you're not alone because I think all women are thinking the same thing. What is going on? 
Anyways, hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, you can leave a review on Apple, I think, right? Maybe some other ones. I know this podcast is on like nine different platforms. So you can leave a review anywhere. You can message me. Actually, only leave reviews if they're good because I don't care if you don't like it. You don't have to listen to it again. Um, kidding, but not. All right. So have a wonderful day, night, morning, whenever you're listening to this. I hope this helps you on your search of finding your partner, or if you're with the partner, having conversations with your partner about your spiritual practices and beliefs and have an amazing day and I'll see you back.